Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Hello and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 380. I'm here tonight with Alex Schlegel. What's up, everybody? Extremist Bab. Hello. And the special guest, Ginger Christensen. Hey. All right. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> good, good. Pretty good. Class on this podcast. Thank you for coming, Ginger. <laughs> yeah, we had a class up the joint. Jesus. Yeah. Or at least get some Libertitties in there, although I need to adjust the camera for that. Oh, yeah. Libertitties. Libertitties. That that what happened going? with that? Is that still a thing? That's still a thing. You're yeah. saying I should adjust my angle, so let me see. Please don't. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you, you're, you're at the appropriate angle. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that's man. totally still a thing. I believe, if memory serves, that the largest growing demographic in libertarianism these days is with women. Excellent. Uh, is that so? So it's yeah. up from 1% to 2. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1.01. Yeah. As, as much as, as the left just loves labeling us all some kind of extreme constitutionalist movement of mostly old white dudes with guns, I'm, I'm pretty sure that our growing uh, movement is mostly with chicks. Are you sure that's not just like libertarian dudes who are now transgender and like considered chicks? Could be. <laughs> Whatever it takes, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Freedom. <laughs> do what you gotta do. That's right. Are there speaking of trans? Are there any Jeopardy fans here? Uh, no, I haven't watched it in a while. Did you hear like the, the I think it's like the I new winning segue works out even <laughs> Well, apparently like the new like I guess it's like the winningest female or whatever on the show is actually like a trans woman. No. Yeah. But she's been recognized as, as the best winning woman on the, I on the show. Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Oh, uh, wow. So that's First of all, why does Jeopardy need to have like like gender categories anyway? It's a fucking trivia show. I, right. I was just wondering that yeah. too. Like, why? Why is is Jeopardy breaking people down in in these yeah. sorts it's of not, categories? It's not like wrestling, right? Where we have like physical body differences that are going to make a difference in the competition. It's freaking Jeopardy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's Jeopardy themselves that are like putting up on the, you know, on the on the banner, like, oh, first female winning is female. I think it's just the, the media doing it, probably. Well, oh, yeah, and. Sure. And I mean, then again, why why are libertarians breaking down people into classes classifications in this way either? Why do we do what we do, humans? Well, we just categorize. I mean, let's face it. We we <laughs> really wanted more women involved in the libertarian movement, like forever, right? So uh, I think that's it's definitely a worthy topic. Not necessarily, you know, focusing on gender, but just always just being aware, like you know, like. You know what's what's going on like you know uh but i think there have been a lot of libertarians always uh females but just not in the same kind of roles as males doing like libertarian party crap and stuff like that it's like 
Um, yeah, but, since almost the beginning, really. But she, equality, I think equality is a good thing, especially in a, in a movement that's trying to um, preach civil liberties and trying to include everybody. That that does make a lot more sense than Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how this is a big thing. Like Bab said, it's a, it's a damn quiz show. But yeah, she's won 20 in a row. Apparently, she's been getting a lot of transphobic messages on she must be slurs. smart right so you know congratulations yeah, yeah. I, where i draw the line where it comes to and we've discussed it before it's just i'm a sports fan you know when it comes to sports and especially you know it's like you have women's sports that now there's this woman uh uh, I think she's a swimmer for the University of Pennsylvania, and she's just destroying all the women-held records for swimming. And I'm just like, that's where I draw the line, where it's like, all right, you're you're just complete, completely going to kill sports for a certain demo, like for. Well, yeah, I mean, when it comes to know, like intelligence, you know, there's no difference yeah. between. Men I don't and see women why there, big, but when it comes yeah. to like physical sports, right. there is a biological difference, right? I mean, yeah, like. There are certainly women that are going to be better than certain men at sports, but like the best woman at, you know, tennis is not going to be as good as the best male at tennis. It's just, that's just biology. I mean, that's just the way it is. So if probably you, will look a lot better though while playing. She tennis. will look great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I don't know. Put me up against a guy doing some some of the things that I'm good at, and I'll probably kick his ass anytime. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what depends. I'm saying. Like, there's there's definitely it depends on the sport, and it depends on yeah. But like, I'm saying at the top at the top of each, like it's just that's just how it is. So I mean, it, in, how did things go with Billie Jean King back in the '70s? <laughs> that that worked out i think that worked out pretty well for her for the most part didn't she beat a guy who's billy jean king she was a tennis pro you use tennis so <laughs> yeah okay Sorry. yeah and and it was a big deal on whether or not she could go up against a man and i think i think it ended up being proved i'd have to go back and look it's been a long time since i've thought about it but i believe she she beat out the guy well, there was like the recent the recent outrage was the past summer Olympics where you had that woman from New Zealand and it was a dude and he was like destroying all the power like powerlifting like come on and then I just felt bad for like and then the, the funny thing was it's like how this woke wokey progressivism is trying to push this inclusive or whatever the fuck they're trying to accomplish but you look it's it's this white dude who transitions and now he's obliterating all these uh, female held uh, records for powerlifting. And then you looked at the other, the other women that were like in second and third place that he beat out. Well, she, but they were all like indigenous. They were all Samoan. So it's like, how is this fucking like quote progress? Well, that proves you know? my, that proves my case you know? here. Right. I mean, yeah. if, if, if he can beat the top women, like the top women of the sport, which are the ones setting the records as, as a man that has transitioned, but still has all the same biological characteristics. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just not fair. It's not fair maybe, to women. Maybe probably the future will be, you know, like maybe different type of, of, uh, you know, like with boxing, you have heavyweight, you know, middleweight, lightweight, right? Like different weight classes. That's things what, like that. yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it varies on, it varies on like the sport. Like there are some, like I'm sure, like something like 
like table tennis, right? I mean, I'm sure table tennis is probably very, very close amongst the genders as far as like. I don't know, man. You know, well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you're not because you're not involving like. It's not that. Physical. It's not really strength oriented. It's more like yeah. technique and speed and agility and stuff like that. I, I, it's more of a strength thing when it comes down to it. We're talking about like powerlifting, you know. Yeah. We're right. talking about like muscle structure, like. I think I think that Bab is right over there. I think that it does depend on on weight class and and that I mean if you put a 200 pound woman against someone my size um they're they're still going to have usually a lot more physical strength than I would. Mm-hmm. Um and so that might make a difference depending on what sport we're competing in. What if somebody um, wanted to transition and just said, I'm, I'm now calling myself lightweight class, even though I'm 300 pounds. I trans weight. Right. Yeah. Where, <laughs> you, where you say, well, I identify as a hundred pound female, even though I'm a 300 pound man, you have to let me compete in the, in the, <laughs> I, I think there's a, a certain level of a difference between magical thinking and reality there. Um, if we are saying this is your actual physical weight and someone goes, I magically think I'm something, some other weight, well, we can physically prove that that is not the case. I also think that when it comes to transitioning, um, and in the industry in which I'm in, we have a lot of experience with this. I'm very pro, um, people living the way that they choose to live and seeing people as they want to be. Um, For sure. But with transitioning physically, we can, we can prove where people are at. And I think that the medical community likes to be blind to some of this. That's where trans broken arm syndrome comes into play Uh, because somebody that is this weight needs this medication. Um, period. It doesn't matter, male, female, whatever, they're going to need this medication. But because sometimes the medical community chooses to see a trans woman as a man, does that make sense? They're going to give them a male dose of a medication, even though they're this far into the their transition and they weigh this much. Um, are you following me so far? So giving sure. them the yeah, same medication as someone that's 300 pounds versus somebody that's 140 pounds is very damaging to them. Um, what, what, what kind of medication are we talking about? Um, all kinds. It A lot of different medications, it depends on, on your weight as to what you should be giving them. You don't give a child an adult dose of aspirin. So you're saying doctors are giving mm-hmm. a, trans, a trans woman, someone that has gone from man to woman, right? They're giving them the dosage that they would normally give a man that weighed a hundred, a hundred something pounds more. Yep. Happens all the time. They're not accounting for the same weight, just a gender change only. Yep. Yep. There's, it happens a lot. Um, I see it a lot in my industry and, and for that matter. So transition kind of works like this. Um, if you are, it, it may depend on your age. So if you are someone that is, say, 30, and you've chosen to transition from female to male, then really at 30, 
during your first phase of hormones, you're still going to be where a 30-year-old woman is. In about your second and third phase, when you get months down and sometimes years down the road, you would be a lot more like someone that is, say, a man that is about 70. Isn't that interesting? Instead of skipping over to a man that's 40, you're now more like a man going through andropause later on in life because of your hormone change. And that's going to affect things like your bone density. It's going to affect your muscle structure and various things like that. Um, and then you eventually work around to a man that's approximately your age. Weird. Whereas if you're transitioning more in your early 20s, you're going to go through something more like, um, like puberty, and you're going to be more like somebody that is a pubescent boy, and then come around closer to somebody that's your age, and you're going to do it a lot more quickly. Hormones are a fun thing, <laughs> and how they affect the body are a fun thing, and I think that a lot of people setting these policies haven't taken the time to do that research to understand where someone might be in their transition. They're just taking it at face value. Well, you're a woman now. Well, you're a man now. And they're not considering things like weight class, hormonal changes, physical body changes, and adjusting what they might do sports-wise to something like that. However, transitioning are you guys following me or am I just yelling? Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I am. Transitioning <laughs> in some ways is also a lot like, and this is why um, sometimes it's been banned, a lot like somebody that might be on, say, testosterone. Um, because that's exactly what's happening. Some people are taking testosterone. So consider a man taking even more testosterone. And why sometimes that's banned is because a man taking even more testosterone is going to have more muscle mass than somebody that could mm -hmm. build that organically on their own. Right. Right. And so this does, they need to be considering some of that and getting a lot more recommendations from, from doctors that specialize in that over doctors that are also not considering these sorts of things when they're handing out medications. Um, I think that more research is needed in order to be able to properly, and, and not more research is needed out in the world, more research is needed by the people running these sports teams and say the Olympic Foundation and, and, and some, or they're a .org, right? Um, or are they a corporation? I forget now. Um, but more research is needed by those people that are figuring out the weight class and what to, is allowed versus what isn't. They need to sort themselves out. They're just going to play politics for the time yeah. being. So yeah. yeah, instead of making it political <laughs> or taking things at face value and going off of wild opinions, they really need to take some time to stop and sort this out because here I've just dumped a whole bunch of information that people aren't considering on all of you. Uh, <laughs> I, think what your, I think your advice kind of applies to any kind of health care is the fact that 
you really yeah. have you're on your own to make sure the dosage is right that it's right for you that you've cross-checked other medications it's you know because you know like uh, the blind faith in medical professionals i've seen it have fatal results when people are like well just my doctor tells me what to do i don't know i don't know you know like it's yeah, a, it's a death and and disaster and when if people don't take a, a like a very active role and consider you know it's like you're the only patient, right? Who You don't care what the average of this is. You don't care about like, well, we give this treatment over that treatment because more people are likely to do this treatment, even though this other treatment is better, right? They do. There's all kinds of decisions that are made for the general outcome that aren't going to apply to you personally. And you got to be ready to say, well, hold up. I decide. I have to understand it. And if you don't understand it, make them explain it to you. And if they can't explain it to you, go to somebody else. No, that's fully accurate. And there's there's plenty of people out in the world that go through things like like andropause, like I was saying, or um, things like menopause organically that not by choice that just happens to your body or or something like perimenopause that happens much earlier that just happens to your body. You didn't go out and actively choose that. And yet your body is different. And and a lot of people are also um, making a lot of judgments on people that have chosen this outcome that they're not placing on people that have not chosen it, but are still going through it anyway. Um, what about them? There's there's a whole big demographic of people that go through hormonal changes all the time. They haven't chosen. And yet what about them? Are we are we calling them freaks? Or are we telling them that they're mutating their bodies? Are we telling them that are we just all responsible for our own health care no matter what our choice is? We all make a variety of choices. Yeah. Some are yeah. good, some are bad, some help us, some hurt us. We're, we all pay the price in the end. We all roll the dice. Yeah, especially nowadays. I mean I mean the healthcare industry, especially like these doctors, they're just they're just pushing pharmaceuticals on us like they're handing out candy on Halloween. And uh I agree. And they're just such an uh they're just such in a, I mean, it was insane. I think I've, I've spoke about it before. Then my mom for years was in the healthcare industry, mainly working on the administrative side, but just seeing the amount of just every single week, drug reps just coming into the office and like coming home with all these leftovers and like, Oh, mouse pad, pens, pencils, everything from all these from big pharma. And that's, and so I say all that to say, yeah, to Baz's point. Yeah. I, I you don't want to like just trust blindly your, you know, some, some of these doctors do your own research, look into it, get a second opinion, get third opinions. It was just like funny this weekend. I was out watching football and I bumped into, I guarantee they probably are the one guy was a doctor at Hopkins, but they were all wearing soccer jerseys early on. So I just kind of jokingly was like, Hey, everybody, uh, make it through the game. Nobody passed out on the field from, you know, myocarditis. <laughs> so, so i mean i i don't watch soccer but apparently i mean i've seen those, these videos these perfectly healthy professional soccer players fucking keeling over left and right yeah is that a real thing I, I can't figure out if that's Dad, just I've, a fluke or is that know. a real thing I've, I've watched some videos and then not only that uh there, there was a recent press conference i don't know these players because i don't follow professional soccer but in Baltimore, there's some of these bars open up so early in the morning and people go out and watch whatever their favorite team is. But 
Yeah, I, I've, I've seen this one player. He retired. He was, uh, I think, a team in Barcelona, 33 years old, perfectly healthy, never had any issues and had to retire because of uh, heart issues. Like how this all come about? And all these players are passing out. So I just kind of threw it out there. And the one guy just like eyes me down. He's like, are you a medical doctor? Are you, are you a healthcare professional? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, then you probably shouldn't have an opinion. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, you don't even run like a giant software company. Who the hell are you? Yeah, yeah who are you? Who are you to question the the, the science and, and, you know. You're not was, even a celebrity. It was pretty arrogant, but I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> How many Twitter followers do you even have? Who the hell are you to tell me what to do? Right. It's just so arrogant. It just seems like the medical industry, too, is just so arrogant in that they're. I was like, look, I'm just saying, like, there's all of a sudden a bunch of healthy soccer players just keeling the fuck over, you know, or developing heart issues. And all – and just in the before times, two two years ago, I don't know. You never heard of this, you know? And then and then he, this guy was just like, well, it's probably COVID. And I'm like, is it, though? Do you really think, like, COVID's going to affect a, a, a professional soccer player, you know, that's working out? all year long training like do you really think like oh they get a mild cold like but i just don't be- want to jump to conclusions from a cup for a few anecdotes oh right? well, this is this is jump to conclusion uh that's what we do here on well PR. that is jump our conclusion show. right <laughs> yeah right i just right. want to so- know if you just quoted mad max a second ago and the before four times of long ago <laughs> is that what uh, stage we're in of lockdown of post-covid we're in the mad max era oh dear God. Yeah, it's like I need a wardrobe for this. That's why I want a cyber truck because I feel like it's going to look the best on a, in a Mad Max environment. Like I'm I think it's going to be like really cool truck for this shit with a plow on the front of it. God damn it! <laughs> I think our Mad Max version is going to be electric though. Like we won't have access to fossil fuels just because they just fucked it all up. But um, we'll still have like our own solar batteries and shit and be able to like power vehicles. <laughs> I need yes. more things with feathers and spray paint, maybe some krill. Yeah, what's <laughs> what about a thunderdome? Are we gonna? <laughs> I, I feel like this could really solve a lot of problems. You know, I totally know somebody that has a thunderdome. I really do. I <laughs> I need to be making some phone calls. <laughs> now, this wouldn't also like double as some kind of weird dungeon uh, setup, would it? Why yes it would. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the better. <laughs> all the better to have as a thunderdome. What we need is Tina Turner. Consent. Another consent. hero. Yeah, consent. <laughs> consent in the thunderdome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did you guys uh how was everybody's New Year's? Everybody have uh, any events? Any uh anything Yeah, special? I I threw an electro swing party because we're still in the roaring twenties. Okay, we're at we're swing party. Yeah, electro swing. That's badass. Let's hear all about this. Yeah, let's tell us more. <laughs> um, let's see. I got to wear a flapper dress. It was red, and that was great. And I DJed for a couple of hours, and we had some other DJs, and and I mean, there was electro swing music, which is is totally valid. Electric oh, swing. totally yeah. valid. Kind of electric swing set, like like swinging, <laughs> yeah. or like a swinger. What, what are some electric swing artists? Yeah. Um, that's such a good question. 
<laughs> I I, like I know, I know many swing artists, but uh, is electro swing just like swing, but with like electronic, electronic music to it? So it's uh. it's still post punk, but it's it's also post swing era, and a lot of times I just get swing music and I I mix it myself. Oh, that's cool. Um, and yeah, I didn't even know this genre existed. Yeah, it's. I'm a, just doing a little search right now. Yeah, it, it totally does. And you can also take things like like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, right? They, they started out as a punk band and they became a swing band because that was fun for them. Um, you can take stuff like that and you can throw in an electronic beat to the back of it and it's electro swing band. It sounds, sounds like a blast. That yeah. does sound fun. Yeah, and so I totally... Did, were you all masked? What? Were you all properly masked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, like I got mass some, as in like CDC approved mass or like yeah. some uh, or practicing we were practicing safety to our our best personal standards and I don't ask people questions about that <laughs> and here in Idaho um, safety is things like hand sanitizing and and um, you kind of can stick to your your group and um things condoms like probably yeah you use a condom um <laughs> and so uh i i let people do what they think is right by everyone else in their own personal moral judgment never been to and, idaho so what's the where about in idaho like what's it like up there now in the the cult of covid times yeah, I'm I'm in Boise, Idaho. Um, things are a little less crazy than they might be in some of the coastal cities, and about the same as they might be throughout the Midwest or so on on standards. I think that um, some people are way into double masking and full body condoms and and what? still staying oh, locked down latex and that's kinky and yeah latex that's kinky and and some people don't do very much and um i i tend to find that the less we we push and demand and insist that people do a certain thing the more likely they are to consider other human beings. Does that make sense? The less totalitarian we are, the less people push back and are more likely to have empathy. Isn't that weird? And I don't just think that as um, a matter of idea or anecdote, I think there's been a lot of studies on this over decades and centuries, and that tends to be reality and the truth. And yet, there's a lot of people in the world that want to right fight and um, especially people on the left, um, people with very anxious attachments tend to believe right fighting works. And, and why do they think that? Well, what do you mean by that? Right fighting. Right fighting is something that we see a lot. Right fighting is, is that thing where people tend to want to fight about who is right, regardless of what is right. It is a form, if you look it up, it is a form of abuse. 
And so we see people with more anxious attachment or people that have a mix of anxious avoidant like like BPD. Um, we tend to see people on that side right fight and there are more anxious attachments on the left part of the political spectrum. And so you'll see that in the left, right? They'll, they'll want to push to be right, regardless of what is right. And there always has to be a bad guy to point at. Well, you, such as that thing in the pre-show we were talking about with Justin Trudeau, right? You must be a misogynist because you don't believe exactly as I believe that the world is ending. You must be racist. You must be a bigot. You must be a bad guy. You must be a bad guy because you don't believe the world is ending and I want to save the world. So in order to save the world, I want you to die. <laughs> you, yeah, can we, let, let me just read that quote since you referenced it, because maybe this yeah. does uh, re, you know, support your, your thesis. Uh, Justin Trudeau on the unvaccinated. This is a recent interview in French. I'm kind of we're kind of trusting the translators, but it looks legit. They this is on the unvaccinated. They don't believe in science slash progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. <laughs> this leads us, as a leader and as a country to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? Tolerate? Them. Do we tolerate them? Who you call like, these people? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this does this sound exactly like what Hitler would have said about the Jews? Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're unclean. Yeah. They're the mass formation. Did you we see to put them in ghettos? And then, and then it's so must be so insulting to the to the easily triggered left, where he just throws in a couple of their favorite fear words to chum the water a little bit. Oh, it's misogyny. Oh, it's it's racism. Of course, I hate these people. Of course, we should not tolerate them. Like, what are they yeah. going to do? Throw them in the ocean? I mean. Well, you know, you touch on something there because narcissists and megalomaniacs, which tends to be in the narcissistic spectrum, they love playing off anxious attachment with driving that fear. The world is ending and it's ending today and it's ending because of them and because of them, the evil them, it might have been the Jews, it might be um, anti-vaxxers today. It might be uh, people on the far right. Because of them, the world is ending and we need to force people to do what we want them to do, because that's right fighting. We need to force people to do what we want them to do so the world will not come to an end. Well, it's we've also seen the same thing when it came to the Mexicans or yeah. the Muslims or, um, you know, or the, the, you know, China, you know, like mm -hmm. the, this kind of this, they, they have to create the other, whoever the other is. And then I'm going to protect you from the other. Once I know that you're really scared, I'll, then I'm just going to ask for some power and then you're going to give it to me and then I'm going to protect you. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, Ooh. You know, like, yay. Ar, 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 ar. And we see that over and over and over and over again in history. As long as as you allow me all of this authority over you. And and like we the movie V is for Vendetta spells that out so clearly. I want to go back and watch that again. Yeah. I, I want to revisit it. It's been a while. 
We need to remind people why they need us. So we are going to create a catastrophe in order to maintain our authority. Yeah, yeah this is not a secret. It's like part no. of pop culture. It's been written about by the very tyrants that do this kind of shit. Oh, did you see mass formation was twin, like trending on Twitter and social media after, um, was it Dr. Robert Malone was on uh, Joe Rogan show and he was just banned from Twitter and he, he calls it we're the, they're in the, the COVIDians. They're just in this mass formation, like no new information. Mass formation. So he explains it, but it's basically like mass formation psychosis. Like they're, they're basically in a trance and they're just going along and this right, is here, kind of, here's the video. Let me, yeah, it's a short clip, but it's just kind of like, this was going viral. I can't believe YouTube still has it up. Um, like, yeah, because Dr. Malone was. What the heck happened in Germany? I don't know. It comes from basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When yep. you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense. We can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And mm -hmm. one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone, okay, can fix this problem for you, okay? Then they will lead, they will follow that person through, it doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before, 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. And that is what's happened here. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going on because it's just... Yep. You think if they broke us down during a lockdown, stay at home, constantly people just watching this mainstream fear porn, people losing their jobs, just in this state of fear. And you look at, just look, look at your friends that are branch COVIDians. They're weak <laughs> individuals. They're weak individuals and they were broken. And now it's like, as, as, as things are coming to light, they just cannot, they're, they're hypnotized. They're, even if they're wrong, they're just doubling down on this narrative that's going on. And it's crazy. Like Jared, I posted that, like the New York city health department, uh, Roth Birdian posted this, but they, New York city health department literally is advertising like, Oh, if you're lonely, you know, get, get help. And it's like, no shit. Why do you think people, I mean, there's a mental, there was already a mental health crisis in this country in the before times. I can't in the imagine four four times in the before in the before four times. Yeah, because it's like well, that's due to climate change. 
Climate change. Clearly, they're already pivoting to climate change. It is gross. Like I was watch, I was listening to Normie Sports Talk Radio just for a minute, and uh, they literally because it's all you know because of New Year's weekend and the holidays and uh, Christmas. It's usually subs and fill in talk talk hosts. But they're already pivoting. Like for example, we just got a snowstorm. Did you get any? Uh, uh, Jared and I are in Baltimore. Bow, did you get much snow up there? And like literally yesterday, it was 60 degrees. It was 60 degrees. Like I was out in short sleeves. And then like today, we got like 10 inches of snow. And they're already pivoting. I think it was like either Saturday or Sunday, I was listening to Sports Talk Radio. They're like, look, it's 60 degrees now. And tomorrow, it's going to get on Monday, we're going to have snow going back to work. Like it must be climate change. Like they're already pivoting to climate change. It's like going from COVID. The climate change and this is sports talk radio with this fucking like just trigger words just triggering people mm-hmm. and it's like i just want to hear like who's injured for the eagles who's playing tomorrow you know like what's going on give me some analysis who like no they're talking fucking climate change on sports talk radio it's just it's it's really well doesn't it um it kind of you know re- reminds me of the um the herman Gehring quote about about tricking getting people to go along with war he says uh, all you have to do is tell them that they're being attacked and denounce the peacemakers for a lack of patriotism and exposing mm-hmm. the country to danger it works the same in any country right yeah. like whether it's muslims whether it's um, a virus whatever it is people jump right you know like Oh, and you know, and just recently, I think I heard Biden was telling people get vaxxed and get boosted. It's your patriotic duty. Look right. at this, right? <laughs> like it's like it's like the like the, like Biden's handlers actually are like, well, I don't know how are we going to handle this level of totalitarianism. We better check with the experts. Well, Herman Goering says to do this. Okay, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like here's the whole playbook. This is yeah, how you do like, it. Okay, that was what works. Agreed. Yeah. It's like he's like the you know, yeah, it's insane. And then just uh, did you? See, I posted in the uh, chat there. Uh, Jared um, Dave Smith posted, and I just happened to watch it because dude, I saw I, this too live. Oh my god, how cringe is this? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like I so hammered too when I saw this. I was like, oh dude, I, know. I just started was, like screaming about it. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, it's so sad. Like, dude, I hate watching normie television, but of course, wherever you go, it's like. <laughs> I want to watch the ball drop. Oh, I want to see yeah, who's playing in New York City. It to be on in the background while we're all and it's just like, playing oh, God. And, and, and you just try to keep it cool because it's like it's New Year's. It's everybody all masked up and social distancing <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> so, look it's at worse this. than that. Watch look, it's amazingly so. Terrible. They're all crowded in there because that's look okay. Look at this shit. They're all go. crowded in there for, for whatever protest they want to stage in any event that they, they sanction that the government says is okay. But... God forbid you go to a music festival. Right. Well, look, I'm sure. <laughs> was, it, was um? Did they did they like the giant like Pfizer logo oh, drop at midnight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Oh my god. Oh Yo, my! They're god. kissing with masks on. Oh so, my god! Uh, you guys also, that chick, that chick on the left is super. Uh, you should oh have sex with masks on. Do you guys remember about that? 
Yeah. There are memes about it and everything. And it even suggested using things like glory holes as a as a as a as a as a preventative measure. Yeah, for, yeah, for the people listening, fair. this was like during the the New right Year's, after the ball the drop. New Year's show, like right after the ball drop, Times Square. This dude gets down and proposes to his girlfriend, and then How she accepts, and then married? they kiss. Hold on, and then they kiss with mass on. Like, if you guys and then they go in for another one. Yeah, dude, you just got married or you just got engaged. Like, pull your fucking mask down, you fucking retard. Swap fluids at that point. If you guys want a good perspective on how little things change, I've been rewatching South Park, (laughs) and there's the Osama bin Laden episode, which I don't agree with some of the stuff that goes on in the rest of the episode, but watch the first goddamn ten minutes. They start out in gas masks so they don't spread diseases to everyone else or catch the disease and die. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> this is two decades ago. It's two decades old. <laughs> yeah. The mom is laying on the couch, just totally fear driven, watching the news, unable to get up fully depressed <laughs> and there's so much that goes on you're just like oh my god <laughs> i forgot about some of this even and mm. there it is and there it is <laughs> yeah it was so depressing jared I, I just happened to be watching some of this new year's and yeah one that girl was so fucking annoying like i was like what drugs are you on and all yeah. these like normie corporate media they're like 2021 was a tough year and it was just and then the music was go- it's just like oh my are we God. all in this together still um, or what kind of it, themes are they doing we were we're still in well we're and the music together the music that i happened to look up and and see was like fucking like tiktok artists i'd never heard of i was right. like i was like shannon who the fuck is this she's like oh that's some tiktok guy I'm like what like nobody what watched. world are we living in? Like, are there not like talented enough musicians in, in the real world that we can't have? Dude, nobody wants to do like nobody. And then it was I, like Avril Lavigne and like Tom yeah. and like uh, Tom. Uh, what's his name? Or uh, oh no, sorry, Travis Barker. I, it's, and I'm like, dude, what? These people are from like 20 years ago. Like, what the? Yeah, fuck? it's it's pretty pathetic. Like, and, and it's like, who watches this shit? So yeah. it was it was a black pill and a white pill all at the same time. Because it was kind of like, how many people actually watch this shit? The only reason it happened to be on is uh, went up to guest of the guest of the podcast who's been on a couple times, Doug Stanley's bar up the street, and uh, but it was just so like, what the? F- it was with you know Dundalk's finest, like East Baltimore's finest at this uh, really <laughs> fine, really fine uh, establishment. That's where you went. That's where you went for midnight. Yeah, well, because it was yeah. just like. Yeah, well, my girlfriend just went out. We went out for a nice dinner, like, oh, early right. on. We went out to a nice dinner. It was real nice, you know, just low-key. Because I'm like, yo, I don't want to be out amongst, like, dude, New Year's. Amongst unless someone's enemies. having a party. Unless someone's having a party. Like, it's like, I don't want to be anywhere amongst the normies, especially now. God, that's often how I feel. Randomly yeah. amongst normals. I'm, I'm good without it. So I yeah. a party. <laughs> right. I'd rather be around the people I want to be around or, you know, than just amongst, like, and that was even in the before times. I couldn't imagine now. It's like, you got to have, I mean, they canceled all the fireworks displays. They canceled everything. And I mean, it's like, what's the point? I saw like in cities that they did cancel the fireworks displays. There was the best damn fireworks displays in multiple cities. You guys see that? A lot of these videos of, I think yeah. it was 
uh, all through I, Europe. I hear fireworks every night in fucking Baltimore. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, Boise, it's like, it's like, oh no, I'm no, jaded Baltimore. now. I'm like, whatever. What do you got? Are you blowing yeah. something up? Are you blowing up a building? I don't, I don't care. Right? It's so desensitized. It's like in Baltimore. It's like, ah, uh, uh, it's just fireworks. Fire, or sometimes you're like, oh shit, was that a gunshot? No, yeah. it's just fireworks. No, that's everybody on the Citizen app. They're like, oh, I heard a gunshot. Philly, it's just like, <laughs> that's okay. Gunshot. It's celebratory gunfire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those stray bullets won't hurt you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they, they really do a lot less damage coming down than they do coming out of the gun. It's not that big of a danger. <laughs> yeah. They'll hurt, but. The chance of really killing somebody is fairly small. Yeah, so going out on New Year's Eve amongst the normies, even in the before times, it's like, no, nah, I'm good. Because <laughs> it's just... Yeah. I keep saying that. It's killing me. <laughs> it's I'm fun. still, you know, I went out to, I went out to like a fancy restaurant and uh, everybody's pretty nice. much normal, except like waiters and shit are still like, somehow the staff is, is obligated to mask up. Yeah, like, I think they have. Just, I yeah. don't like that. I'm not... I'm, Philly, Philly's totally lost. The the yeah. city is completely lost to communism now. Yeah, it's okay. full on vax jab passes up there. We talked about it uh, I think last week, and I think Mises Caucus, the uh, the Philly uh, Mises Caucus up there had a protest. I think at the Mummers Day Parade. They, oh, yeah, really? I heard about that. They yeah. um, I went out to um, my daughter goes to Drexel, and I picked her up uh, before Christmas, and we were gonna go. You know, we were then going to. Um, to my sister's house so we're like oh let's get some hoagies at, at wawa hoagies, right yes hoagies at the wawa okay this should be a that's, simple affair that, right that, that's bad and my culture <laughs> right right this shouldn't be a big deal right so anyway i go in the first thing i i notice like i bring up my order i got a couple hoagies chips and bottles of water and stuff and they those bring are, me up those are okay. subs those are subs for the other listeners outside okay. of the atlantic well, I think most people are familiar with civilization and will know the reference. <laughs> but um, it's a hoagie. Yeah. Anyway, so after they ring me up and and I'm like I'm like, um, you know, we'll need a bag, and they're like, oh, no, we don't. You know, like bags are twenty five cents, and you had to get oh, yeah. a reusable bag. They did the same right? thing in Baltimore. There's no bags at, at convenience stores in Baltimore now. So I'm like, okay, I had to give I had to give him my credit card again for 25 cents to get a reusable bag that I still had to throw away anyway, right? Like it's completely like, like so and anyway, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, where's yeah, but the now bathroom? You're paying for the schools. And then I'm like, okay, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, okay, it's back there, and there's a code on the wall, and you need that to get in, but it's closed. I'm like, why is it closed? Well, because of COVID. <laughs> well, where do, where do I go to the bathroom? I don't know. <laughs> where where do you wash your hands to help prevent yeah. spreading COVID if the bathroom is closed? Right. Good question, right? Uh -huh. Where does this guy go to the bathroom? So, so I was like, so I was like, so I'm supposed to pee on the sidewalk for COVID, and they're like, I guess. So I did. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I fucking peed on the sidewalk. Uh, what else? That's <laughs> out there with like some bum on the street. Actually, <laughs> like, come here often. Before, hey, I, did, before I had to do that, I did go next door to the university building, and I went into that building and saw their bathrooms were also locked, and confirmed that it's a citywide ban on public bathrooms. 
Oh my god! There's gonna be shit everywhere. Shit! Seriously, like Philly's already a giant pile of shit and garbage. Okay. (laughs) We are doing so many. We've talked about this on the show before. We do so many things in the name of preventing COVID that are just not only straight security theater. They're anti-helping. It is backwards of what sanitation should be. Like, well, then where do you wash your hands? Where do you clean? Yeah, it is totally. <laughs> We've talked about before, even in restaurants where they have to do certain things um, in restaurants to prevent COVID. And yet the they're going around with the one same towel to wipe down all the tables. If they were <laughs> truly trying to prevent the spread of germs, it would be a different towel each time, like a single use towel. Well, and also that people are dunking bleach each time between tables. Yeah. And also people are are wearing gloves and reusing the same gloves. And we've already determined Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of this thing that like the gloves are bad. Like the gloves are bad. The the, 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 gloves are bad. Okay. Okay. Ginger's right. There's a good example earlier in the pandemic. Wawa shut down the coffee bar. Like, well, we can't have people getting their own coffee because of COVID. Meanwhile, everybody takes the change out of that automatic dispenser on the on the cash <laughs> register. Okay. Yeah. Like every single hand, everybody's hand goes in there. The doors aren't automatically open. Everybody's hand is grabbing the door handle. Everybody's hand is going in the change thing. It's yeah. basically like everybody's putting their mouth in everybody else's mouth. Right. Pretty much. Okay. And, and then you wonder why I don't ask people what precautions they're taking, because they're probably the wrong ones anyway, even if they think they're taking all the government sanctioned product. But, Pete, right. to, you know, that's why, you know, like so much of it was just theater. It's just yeah. theater. Yeah. It, the well, we theater. have to look like we're doing something. It doesn't matter if it works or not. Yeah, the I mean, the biggest theater uh, thing is just the fact that you can go to a restaurant, sit down at a table and take off your mask exactly. and then get up and put yeah. it back on. Like it, it makes there's no world in which that makes any any sense. So I'm, I'm to the your point. air filtration. Like unless the, the unless the virus is somehow just like orbiting around your body in like this like <laughs> silo around your body. And so like, OK, well, when you get up and you cross someone's path. But no, you're sitting at your table, you're breathing out. This stuff right. is going into the air. It's circulating right. through the building. Like most of these places, HVAC systems are like 30, 40 years old. Like they're yeah. not, yep. they're not, they don't have like HEPA filters on anything. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. That's the thing. Like we went out, we went out to eat and this was in Howard County, but real nice restaurant, but it was built in the 1700s. It was like this old, um, old inn, really good food, really nice. But yeah, entire staff, like you said, Babs, all wearing their masks. And then of course, like Howard County, which is south of Baltimore, mass mandates indoor everything baltimore county just did the same thing so it's just going it's just reverting back we're just regressing and i'm to the point where my girlfriend and i just walked in everybody's like has their mask on we just walk in until i'm, I'm to the point right, like philly's reverted shit. right philly's reverted back to the time period before plumbing yeah right? <laughs> the dark ages right oh like God. that's that's how far they've regressed wow and that really is something like we're seeing such an because people feel the need to lock down and stay home. We're seeing an increase in things that you would normally see in second and third world countries, an increase yeah. in things that and, and diseases that we normally see in people that tend to be unsanitary, like bed bugs, like ringworm, like 
um, fleas and ticks and body lice because people aren't sanitizing as much at home in the way they normally would if they were just washing things in a general way. You know, they're lysoling everything. And what that ends up doing is killing off some of the good bacteria that kill off some things. Right. And some of some of the things you need in order to fight regular germs and diseases and they're not washing their bedding. They're not washing themselves like they would. If you're expecting to go out and present yourself out in the world and have a reasonable self-esteem and reasonable sanitation. And so they're getting things like MRSA because they're not bathing as much. <laughs> so we're anti-sanitizing now. Good job world we're just getting sicker That's yeah. <laughs> so and speaking of big pharma i want to segue before before we're done because I, I still wanted to talk about marijuana can we can we still yeah, go, for it. go for it i've been looking at the whole show biggest fan yeah. So speaking of not doing things that Big Pharma wants us to do and whatever, I've um, joined up on the board of Kind Idaho recently, and it's to legalize medical marijuana in Idaho. And um, this is a really good thing because more than we ever have in Idaho, we've got a really good, clear path to getting things legalized. For instance, the Mormons are really interested in legal marijuana these days. <laughs> oh, really? And, yep. And that's how some of the other states around us have have finally managed to legalize. Because Thanks um, to the Mormons. Thanks <laughs> to the Mormons. Thanks, Mormons. Somebody like, who is, who is that one dude who passed the joint over at the church? You know, that everyone's like, holy <laughs> shit, this is great. And everyone's like, okay, the Mormons are in. The Mormons are in. And so now they're they're all about um, legalizing medical marijuana and and CBD and stuff like that. So nice. Um, I think that in the next year or two, we're going to see that legalized in Idaho, and that's a really good thing. Um, awesome. Yeah. So um, shouting out about that, and like here's instead of like complaining about the things wrong in the world, here's some things that we can do to make things better. Um, and to make things better for people. Um, I know, I know several of you guys partake. I see one of you doing that today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, might that be? How might that be? I, I personally don't because I'm allergic and that's no fun at all. Redheaded genes are interesting, but I think much like a good libertarian value is just because I don't do something doesn't mean I don't think other people should not. Hey, what about that? So um, we're, we're trying really hard to get that done this year and working with some other programs and groups um, instead of everybody infighting to actually get things legalized. And then they can decide who's in charge once it's legal. I don't care, but <laughs> getting at least that far. What are and, some of the what are some of the things on the table for discussion? Um, working with some of the other groups about it. So getting with people like like the Mormon Church, which is really big in this state. Um, getting with with some of the other groups that have been trying to legalize. In the past, 
I've seen a lot of infighting in those groups. But like when you say legalized, like what are you guys really going for? Like what's what's on the table? There's some petitions out for legalizing medical marijuana use and CBD. And so um, it's not necessarily recreational or dispensaries at this time, but it's stuff that maybe all of these groups can agree on. Like, can we get this far and do at least this? Um, where Are they specifically including home, the right to home grow and what they're asking for? Um, they are including uh, hemp, at least hemp production. And I'm talking about home grow for patients for medical. No, like, I, I know what you're talking about. So there is that on the it, table. It's on the table to discuss. Um, I don't know that that'll be in the bill they're trying to pass at this time. Based on what I've seen in New Jersey, like you don't want to wait to fight that one. Right. Like they so? got fucked over big in Jersey on that one. They waited and waited on that. And they're like, no home grow for patients. And all the patients can't afford their cartel weed. And it's a big clusterfuck. That's a super good point. I'll raise that in the next board meeting. It's going to be really essential because it keeps the bottom on how high they can just jack their cartel shit to hell. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Because that's what they will do. Once it's legal, they're like, okay, how do we maximize the the revenue? You know, and like, it's sick. It's sick to watch these pe- these politicians fight over like their little, oh, we're going to get a cut. And the, the town wants a cut and the town wants to ban it until somebody, you know, cuts yeah, them in and then it'll the be whole, OK. That's because all the rhetoric behind it is always, well, tax it, legalize and tax it, legalize and tax it. That's like the biggest like leftist. Yeah. Thanks, Gary Johnson. This shit. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. Like this legalize and tax thing. It, like yeah, marijuana should not be, you know, man. I don't know how it all. Fitting. I don't know how it all went down in Maine, but uh, my buddy that I was friends with, he worked on the Ron Paul campaign, and he went up to Maine. I went up to visit him, and I guess it was a ballot access initiative up there. But one thing to to your point, like there was like fight. There was two organizations or lobbies that were lobbying for it, but um, and basically to get these initiatives on the ballot and leave it up to the voters, which I was like, all right, well, at least I have a say in it. But the thing was, my friend, my friend's bill that he was lobbying for had a provision in there in the law that you can grow up, you can have up to at least six plants. So to like extremist Babs point, like, yeah, because then, yeah, these fucking like, if you don't have that provision where it's like, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, I'll just grow in my garden with my tomatoes and I'm not paying out the ass because it's like, it's, uh, insane like if you just leave it to these dispensaries they'll just like the the cost like you said yeah Yeah. exactly and it's or if you limit it too that's the other thing too it's like oh if you only have a couple that's another thing it's like i don't know like i want the shit to be legal but at the same token i don't want like any more like tentacles in this bullshit you know oh i agree i agree with that in a big way i'm all about not big pharma because they do and I know that's a buzzword. I know that people throw it around sometimes in places it doesn't belong. But let's let's make Pfizer less money. They do yeah. a lot of these evil things, you know. Let's let's make Moderna some less money. I know that I know that a lot of the problems that we're facing right now are are largely because of these companies having too much say in politics. Well, what do you think, Ginger? I, I, my theory is that uh, Pfizer ended up with the Epstein files, and that's how we've ended up where we are. 
<laughs> I don't know if I disagree. <laughs> well, and part of why I don't necessarily disagree with you, that, that sounds like a big far spin and yet. <laughs> sounds like and everybody that, just fell right in line immediately with the Pfizer agenda. When, yeah. when we stop and we take a look at some of the names already named, uh, wasn't there a former Pfizer board member on that? Oh, <laughs> see. <laughs> so there's, there's that. We do have another topic that we wanted to get in is to try to. Although it's been an hour, I don't know if we have time. Maybe we can put the uh, Gislaine trial onto the after hours. Yeah, yeah we can discuss yeah, that. Yeah, we'll save that for the after hours. Yeah, and we didn't even get into Tom Woods' big announcement. Yeah, we well, you're gonna have. We got a lot for the after hours. You're gonna have yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to pay a dollar to get. Oh, to you know what else hours. we got for after hours? Oh. What's that? Kionez removed from Libertarian Institute. Oh, yeah. We can talk oh, about that. I didn't hear about that. That's juicy. That's juicy. Yeah, we can talk about that. All right. I don't really well, know that much about it, but uh, just that's well, just we're the about headline. to find out. I have a little so, yeah, speaking of the after hours, if you uh, sign up for our, our Patreon, patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians, and you contribute as little as $1 a month, you get access to the after hours, which is us basically doing. The same shit, but better for another hour. <laughs> um, in addition to that, we've got T-shirts for sale on uh, libertariancountry.com. Um, if you go there and you enter code PRL or PRL podcast, you can save 10% on your order. And if you and if you uh, type in PRL2, and you, I think if you spend at least $50, you can save 20%. Um, and then also, we are uh, sponsored by a podcast called Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob. So go check that out. And uh, Ginger, anything you want to plug? No, I already plugged. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Well, then, uh, for talk about that. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was fun um, hanging out. That was fun. <laughs> and uh, until next time, live free. Or die! Stay this is break the blood that is shed. Treachery, the flies of the tax bombs and